We are back from hiatus number 5,000 this year. This is Fluxtapose episode 169. That 5,000 might be a little bit of a stretch. We're recording to you on Monday, the 11th of July, 2017. I am Jason Lacey, your co-host number one. And I'm joined by my second favorite number two, because that first one happens in the morning, is Lucas Rose. Hi. Are you saying I don't happen in the morning? Brother! You might happen in the morning. I don't know what that happen could be a very, that could be a very... Could mean a lot. G-rated, friendly, family-friendly statement, and that could be Mm -hmm. a very... I don't need to hear about it on the podcast statement. On any podcast, really. Take that however you want to. Be that as it may. This is, again, episode 169. We're creeping closer to 200. Oh, dear God. (laughs) I guess that's 200. It's time to do another live stream that I can delete the next day. Oh, well, at this rate, at this rate, we'll be uh, doing episode 200 in about three years. So (laughs) that's true. But how about this? How about on the docket today? We will have IRL. It's been a while. Prepare for nonsense. We will have what you play in. We will have an overclocked remix. Hopefully it's not from Castlevania. Um, and hey, we'll remind you of what we're going to be doing for Netflixation at the end of the month, and we will round up the show with some grab bag from you, the community, you awesome people that listen to us, that we've convinced to listen to, participate with, and hey, you know what, we're happy you're here, we're happy we're here, even if technical issues delayed the starting of our recording, but hey, that's why... That's why we record to digital tape so you guys don't have to suffer through it. It's true. Through the power of the internet and the magic of editing, you'll never know anything went wrong, much like we do on every episode. Sometimes our editing, sometimes it slips through. That's true. That is true. Not editing it around here is questionable. No, not to no, say fine. that you're editing. It's oh, fine. No, no, I've done it. I've done it. <laughs> it struck a nerve. Fine. That's fucking done. <laughs> I think Chad wants to edit these anyway. He told me. <laughs> ah, he's making a funny face on the video. You guys can't see it. That's why, we, that's, why live. We gotta, that's why we got to stream video live. The people have spoken. Two of you <sighs> have spoken. <laughs> We're gonna stream. We might stream. We might stream future episodes of Fluxpose live, live to tape for you to enjoy and to, to to have fun with us. Because, I mean, I've got some really shiny forehead action. Because I got a lot of real estate up there, and you're missing out on that. And Lucas just looks good on camera. I don't know if you're friends with Lucas on Facebook or follow his social media, but he posted a Fourth of July picture, and he brought the guns. I did, and right it, to was bear like, arms, it was like it was like it was like he was out there in full force. It was awesome. I got those, dude. My muscles were bulging. I had them can oiled that, up. Can that be our new album art all the time? <laughs> like just replace the Fluxtapose art on all of our. <laughs> He's making funny faces. I'm sorry. I can't I can't control myself. All my faces are funny. Man of a thousand faces. <sighs> yeah, dude. Fourth of July. That was like eight weeks ago, right? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Feels that way. Ugh. Pretty much. I just left town for a while. It was great. Nice. Like I stayed five, in. I had a five-day weekend. I will tell you, wearing that, there was a price to be paid wearing that uh, tank top. I burned 
quite crispy. Oh, you gotta put it on the sunscreen, man. It's. I felt like I was wearing. I've never worn a tank top like that. I bought it. Okay, so I complained. I said, because I only bought it because Danette had I've bought got a shirt. To wear in the summer. <laughs> exactly. No, Danette bought a Fourth of July shirt. All my got shirts Isaac are long sleeve button downs. And then I was like, well, I don't have, you know, a Murica t-shirt. And she was <laughs> like, so she said, well, you better buy one or you're not part of this family. And I was just like, that's you su- She sounded like Kane Kale a little bit. You better oh. buy one. <laughs> what? You better buy what one. the hell? Oh. <laughs> Get a d- I can't. It's hard to do when you can't really hear a- yourself. Bobby. What the hell? Oh. I... That's... Going down to Mexico. <laughs> he was whacking um, in his tool shed. He was, he was, yeah. There's a, there's a weird, um, what was he from? Because uh, in um, Beavis and Butthead, he wasn't, he was Mr. Yeah, he was Anderson like, or something. Yeah. And he had a see, real, oh, 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 like weird, shaky Yeah, PTSD he was syndrome. Tom Anderson. Ah, Yes good nice researching skills but anyways so i i was like okay well i need to have something so instead of getting just a t-shirt because my options were limited by the day before the july july 4th um i decided to go with a costume instead of sorts (laughs) and i went with the douchiest tank top i could find i cut out i got some um of my jeans and i cut them off did you cut, made, uh, cut off the jeans enough so the pockets were hanging down below the cut mark? No, but I was oh. going to. I wanted. I jokingly said I was going to cut them so you could see my boxer briefs. Under Did you have them, any moccasins? They're quite to long, wear? long. No, I bought some um, dollar store blue um, thongs or flip flops, as it were. Yes, flip floppies that were too small. And then I bought a dollar store pair of aviators as well. So I went as Damn. typical douchebag. But the thing about that shirt is I've never worn a I'm tank top I'm not sure if like you were that, celebrating the 4th of July or going to a Kid Rock concert. <laughs> What's the difference? Am I right? <laughs> hey. Hey, um, Flavin. Because uh, it, it goes down really low in the front, but also really Gosh. low in the back as well. Mm. So I was like, mm. well, I better shave my back. Because <laughs> it ain't pretty. <laughs> I mean, we here. look like um, Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, when the dad had his wife yes. shaving his back. Yes. Um, so, yes, there was a price to be paid, and it was my crispy skin. It's very delicious. Mm. Deep fried Lucas. Fourth of July delicacy. Mm-hmm. With a side of fava beans. Yes, there you go. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> you got it. Clarice. You bought it. So what you, you said you, you, you left? You went away? Yeah, we just hung out at the in-laws. I visited... Visited my dad and saw my grandparents, and then we were just at my in-laws for the most time. My brother-in-law, Matt, was there, too. We were just hung around because uh, Jessica's dad was up from Texas. So just hung out, got got the grandparents to spend some time with the grandson, and I uh, I played a lot of Zelda, but we'll talk to them about that <laughs> in the appropriate section. When you, when you put it that way, it sounds like you had a lot of fun. I did. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Me, too. Me, too. Because Jess's mom and Jess got her mom hooked on watching uh, Grace and Frankie on Netflix. So I was like, ooh, you're watching Grace and Frankie? I'm playing Zelda. <laughs> that Grace and Frankie seems like something I would have no interest in. It's whatsoever. actually pretty funny. I actually do enjoy it. Well, 
that's one way of looking at it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, I guess I, I, I've got some quick updates uh, before I get okay. to the day from hell. Uh, Tell us. Car, car update. Oh, my gosh. So, well, well we I don't should know. Run, mention that uh, Callow had a great idea, a suggestion that we should just start. We should instead of we're basically going to get rid of Battle of the Beer and we are going to do like a like, car show. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do a car show, basically. Car um, slash dog show. It's going to be like Top Gear, but with Lucas burning donuts in his 300 doing yeah, Tokyo right. Drift. I wish that would imply that it was running at top <laughs> in top oh, no. gear. Um, so it runs still, but I'm having multiple different issues. So I've just been doing, I'm basically in diagnostic mode at this point. I oh, have no. to, I don't like where this is going. I'm having, I'm having to get a cable so I can read, you know how your car will throw codes and yes. you can read them with a scanner. Yeah. Um, this one, my car is a little bit too old for the typical scanner that most, American cars use. Uh, they didn't add it until the very last year of this car. So instead, it has its own Nissan console port, is what it's called. So I need to get a cable for that, which is like 45 bucks. Um, and then I need software, and it will tell me that my mouse is disconnecting from my USB drive, apparently, or my USB port. Um, that's been happening a lot recently. Damn Chinese off brand bullshit. That's what you get for buying those weird mice on Amazon. Just look up, just look up any computer peripheral, and you'll be inundated on Amazon with thousands of Chinese cheap knockoff if, products. If you can spell peripheral on the first try without autocorrect, I'm impressed because I never can. Perf. Or just, or just say it. Peripherals. Use your. I use my peripherals. I use my peripheral. My peripheral vision, <laughs> like a hawk. Um. So I need this cable basically so I can look and see what the hell the, the car yeah. is seeing as far as sensors. This will let me know what sensors are bad because I have checked wait, it. Wait, wait, You said it throws out a, cold, uh, throws out a code? Yes, and I have some of those codes. Uh, wait, wait. Because you can is it an older code but it checks out? Uh, yes, it is an older code. It's from 1990. It doesn't <laughs> oh. check out because it's oh, a okay. It's a warning. Sorry, I had to. Cars. No, I, right. I appreciate but, it. Hey, we're all fine here now. How, how, how are you? It was a deep, it was a deep dive and I appreciated Sorry. it. Um, so I have to look at these codes, but I have a few already. So there's some sensors I know either are bad or I have some electrical problems because I, I replaced the damn spark plugs in this thing and it's still running like shit. I have an overheating issue still, which is weird because the temp gauge is normal, but the engine will start smoking. I don't know what the hell's going on, but this thing is not going to be road ready, unfortunately. So... I gotta, I gotta figure out what the hell is going on with this thing before I can go much further. So, the good Damn. news is it runs. I just can't drive it. <laughs> so how can I don't we? Know how can on. we record our own version of the Push It to the Limit music video if the three hundred? I, I know, isn't right? Running. I know, right? Well, I was thinking more of like a uh, Space Boy. Gonna. I mean, because let's face it, if we ever ever talked, to, if we ever wanted to make a Patreon video, we have to do Burnout three sixties in the three hundred. That's to true. Push it to the limit. And, and it has to be in like the super slow mo camera. It'd be awesome. I like it. I like it. Um, and we can wear our Flexipose t shirts. It's also got to be four by three ratio, none of the yes. 16 by nine shit. Um, so that's the car. I, I, this is probably the last update for quite a while because I actually had to stop um, because 
I just I spent so much money just doing the well, freaking well, it, time. It's belt Prime change. Day now. You can probably get some discounts on the parts you still need. <laughs> that would be nice if that was the case. I doubt it though. Um, then the other two things I want to talk about were I went out for a birthday dinner. Uh, Your so birthday's not told like. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> I'm impressed you even knew that. I thought you started that sentence and then realized you didn't know when my birthday was. Um, I have it in my Google Calendar. Well, that's because. Oh, thank you. I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm in Jason's Google Calendar. Everybody, I've made it finally. God damn it! You have I'm arrived. A, I'm a star, friend. You. I can have die. Arrived. I can die a happy man. Um, so I had a no because I had a birthday dinner, uh, with Danette's mother, my mother-in-law. Because Danette is out of town, and she was like, well, I don't want Lucas to be alone on his birthday. And then Danette was like, well, his birthday's not until Wednesday, not Tuesday. Oh, well, and Danette's coming home on Wednesday, and she's like, oh, well, uh, we can still go out to dinner. And what it really was is she wanted to spend time with Isaac. So, (laughs) and I don't mean to, I don't mean to sound ungrateful. Or anything. I, I was able to choose within reason. So I was able to choose where we went within reason, though, because I chose sushi and I only chose Ooh. it because I knew she wouldn't want to go. And sure enough, she's like, no. <laughs> so right away, it's not really a, my birthday dinner at all. So we go to Pepino's because I'm like, all right, they've got food for everybody there. Basically, what it's how can you go wrong? Right. There, there's something Pepino's there for good. anybody. Um. And so we get there, and like I said, I'm not trying to be ungrateful, but so the the waitress asks what we want to drink, right? Can I get you anything to drink? And her mom orders water. Her husband, I guess my father-in-law, but it seems weird to – my stepfather-in-law, it seems weird to say it that way. Uh, you just have to know the dynamic. Um, Roger. Roger orders water, and I'm like – and now before this, nobody said, you can get whatever you want to drink, you know, or whatever. Like, nobody said, get whatever you want or anything. Saki bombs. So I was like, oh, yeah, wait, I you guess I'll. Oh, Never mind. I said, yeah, I guess I'll have a water. Fucking yeah, Jager bombs. If, if I was getting Saki bombs, it would be, it'd well, be a, probably I, a lot going better out with the, You know, going out with the in-laws, you, you got you Can't drink. Bombs. No. No. Oh. No, you. Well, that's the thing. They do drink. That side of her family does drink. But yeah, so I'm just like, well, I guess I'm getting water then, because not that I wanted anything fancy. Hey, hey, anything, hey! Did you but... live a little and spice it up with a little lemon? No, Ooh. that would have cost extra probably. <laughs> uh, cucumber water is is more my game. Um, cucumber water is good. So I mean, I just got a burger or whatever and 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 whatnot. But it just kind of, I was like, man, this, <laughs> it, I don't know. I felt like I was. I was just being nice by not like if I really thought if I really if I would have really got what I wanted, I would have gotten like the ribs or something. And then it would have been like sixteen dollars, like twice as much as what surf and turf, what I actually got. Yeah, exactly. So I was kind of just like, "Eh, you know what? I'll just get I'll just basically what I told myself is I won't get anything that's any more expensive than what they ordered, which is usually what I do anytime they offer to take me out anyway. Right. So that's why I didn't really feel like a birthday dinner to me at all. That's why it was, it's like, when my dad takes us out because he always, like, especially he'll want to go to Red Lobster a lot of time and he'll get like steak oh, and lobster. And then I'm like, sweet, I, 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 the whole menu is available. 
Yeah, no kidding. That's the most expensive thing there, practically. So this all leads into my last thing I want to talk about, and that was man time. This was only going to be me saying, hey, Danette's been gone the la- yesterday and today because she went on this Lansing trip where uh, oh, gosh, she did some work. Oh, gosh, she's been gone two days. Yes. You've been overnight with the boy, and he's still alive? Yep, I am in charge of the boy, and uh, so far he's been alive. Why did Jeff um, Bridges say that? I don't know. Well, it was supposed to be um, Daniel... Not Daniel Redcliffe. Uh, oh, Daniel, Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, um, Eli. And uh, so, I was in. Ch- I've I've been in charge of him, and everything's was going well up until today. So, around lunchtime, everything had been going great. Jason, I I miss those days. Breakfast this morning. What a wonderful time to be alive. But all of a sudden so we go upstairs and say oh do we need to change your diaper yep yep let's go upstairs he was all for it he was like let's do this diaper change it was fine um which is even weird like that means he's in a really good mood because typically he doesn't like changing his diaper um yeah I know. That so feel. so we go upstairs we change his diaper we come back downstairs and i say okay i'm gonna get lunch out of the oven because i made us some nachos which he's had before and he loves nachos because he feels like he's eating the exact same thing that we are so um he really likes eating the food that looks exactly like what mommy and daddy are eating basically because typically we would just you know separate all the ingredients and then give them to him like that and not even bother putting it in the oven really okay Um, because that way he can just handle it better and he knows what he likes and doesn't like and doesn't have to separate everything so i get him in a share and that's when everything started Uh-oh. so he starts Uh-oh. crying he, he's just bawling his eyes out i'm like what because he never has a problem getting in his share and eating what's going on so i'm like i go to give him his food he pushes it away so i know i'm not going to give him his food Uh-oh. because it's going to end up on the floor so I put the I put the food down and I'm like, all right, well I'm gonna eat my food and you just let me know when you're ready to. Nope, that's not happening either. We're we're still going crazy. He's looking at me. He's crying his eyes out. So I'm like, all right, well, do you want to get down? No, I don't want to get down. I'm like, okay, well why don't you come sit on my lap? So he sits on my lap and he starts calming down. And then I'm like, okay, so are we ready to eat lunch now? God no, no. <laughs> Little did I know. Eat there the was going to be Tina. Tina, was, eat the food. There was going to be four more hours of this. Oh. So oh I, I put him, I put him down, or I mean, I uh, put him on my lap, and I said, "Okay, well, I'm going to eat my food." So I'm forced to, I take my plate. I'm on the couch. I take my plate. I put it off to my left on the couch. He's sitting on my lap, looking at the TV because that's the only way that he'll, that he seems to be calm. He needs, yeah, he needs to be on my lap apparently. And I'm eating my chips with my left hand, which is great because I'm not left-handed. I'm eating nachos, so I'm worried they're going to get everywhere. Mm. And I'm trying to eat without him, like, backing up into me or anything while I'm, while I'm chomping on my chips. So that ha- so that goes by, and he just decides not to eat. So we're not eating. And I, and I, he finally calms down enough to get off, get off my lap. And he goes and sits on the other side of the couch. And um, a couple, like... 20 minutes have gone by and I'm like, okay, well you need to eat something. So I go get him one of those like applesauce pouches because he typically loves those and he'll eat those. No problem. Doesn't want it. He opens it. He plays with it a little bit. Thankfully he didn't squirt it everywhere. Um, and then I'm like, okay, well let's sit this down. So he just, he just goes off and does his own thing. And I'm like, okay, maybe he's just tired and cranky. So I take him upstairs 30 minutes earlier than I normally would for a nap. 
And uh, I sing him songs, you know, do the typical read some books, do the typical um, bedtime thing and put him down. Everything seems to go great. No different than usual. He gets tired. I put him in the crib. He falls asleep within a few minutes. I go downstairs and I do my thing. So I'm watching him. About 30 minutes go by. He wakes up. And that's never (laughs) a good sign because he rarely goes back to sleep. Yeah, I know. Right. Um, So he starts crying which I know he means he's probably not going to go to sleep, get upstairs and he's just bawling his eyes out. So I tried, he's, he's very warm. So I'm like, okay, maybe I just had too much stuff on him. So I take off his sleeper. I put the fan on him. I, you know, turn up the fan and, you know, try to cool him down a little bit while simultaneously holding on to him. So everything seems to go. Okay. I put him back down, stand outside the door crying 10 seconds later. Come back inside. He's just he's he's doing one of these cries. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like over hyperventilating and everything. And I'm, I'm just like, kid, one. what is going on? So I'm like, all right, what's you know, what's the problem? How can we fix this? Do you want to play with my phone? You can play with my phone. What because he's he's not crying to be a butthead, he's crying because he's upset about something. He's not, you know, he doesn't want his way. He's just He's just upset about something. So I'm trying to calm him down in any way I possibly can. So I call mom, you know, thinking maybe he misses mom. Maybe seeing mom will be nice. So I called Danette. No. Starts freaking out even more. Doesn't mm. pushes the phone away, which is brand new. He never does that. He loves playing with the phone. So all of that said, he just, he just was like going crazy. So we, we finally like, make it downstairs about an hour later after I got him up from the nap and uh, finally calm him down. And this whole time I'm thinking we got this birthday dinner thing to go to. This is going to be really awesome. Thankfully getting him out of the house seemed to have calmed him down. And right now I'm, I'm keeping an eye on him just in case he wakes up during the, the night, but he has not been that bad. Nothing would comfort him. I don't even know how he ended up stopping crying other than just like chilling for you know 30 minutes with me or whatever doing absolutely nothing so i don't know what the hell happened but it was awful and it was it was i was trying to give him medicine because he had a fever so i thought okay maybe he had a tooth coming through or something right and he didn't want to take the medicine which has never been a problem he spit it out which that stuff is like sticky so it's awful when it gets everywhere (laughs) um so it was just awful. And I felt bad because I know he didn't feel well, but I was getting really, really, I'm, you get to a point where you're just like, what, what is wrong? Just tell me, I just like point to what hurts. Tell me what's wrong. How can I make it better? You know? And it, it wasn't happening for him. So, so man time turned into day from hell Ugh, and it was awful. Rough. Yeah. So thankfully we don't get very many of those, but course it had to be when mom was gone so i couldn't even i had no one to be like take this damn kid for two seconds so i can like go out on the deck and scream or something so <laughs> i was in the trenches you were there. no but, man's land for sure for, for sure for sure catch me outside how about that how about that how about that how about that hey, baby. I'm out of Bruja. I might have to make a mid-podcast. Oh, God, me too. All right, you guys make up a podcast while we go get beer. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, listeners, take the 
Jesus, take the wheel. Uh, um, well, let's see. All right, let me paint a picture for you. Excellent. Because I'm interested. I wanted to text you when this happened, and I was like, Jess, do I tell Lucas now, or do I have to wait for the podcast? And she's like, well, you, you probably should wait. And I was like, ah. Okay. I'm anxious. I want to so know. So this took place, I believe, Saturday. Saturday evening, I think. Okay. Probably like around mm, 7, 8 p.m. We're sitting there. Aiden sleeping. We're chilling on the couch, watching, watching the TV, and we always have our blinds like cracked, but slightly at an angle, so you can't quite see in, but we can still see out. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this girl walks up our driveway, stops, looks around like she's trying to find out where she's at, pauses, and then proceeds to walk up the sidewalk to our front door. Now, at the Lacey residence, all of our doorbells are labeled with a note that's stuck over each doorbell that says, uh, do not ring doorbell or knock. We have a small, we have an infant sleeping and an anxious dog. Please call or text if you need anything. <laughs> okay. Because we don't want UPS ringing the doorbell because the right, doorbell right, goes right. off, it sets Asher off and blah, blah, blah. And then we've always had a sign on our front door that says, you know, solicitors, we don't, if we don't know you, we don't open our door. Fuck off, basically. Essentially. <laughs> so it's clearly labeled, we do not, we're not going to open the door if we don't know you. Right. So she walks up and she's in stocking feet okay. and she's got rollerblades slung over her shoulder. Okay. Sounds hot. So she, And <laughs> I'm guessing she's probably 15, 16 years old. Yep, sounds hot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so walks up to our front door, clearly reads the signs, hmm. hesitates for a second, and then you hear this very light. Like, hey, at least she tried. This soft knock. Asher's like, blah, 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 what the blah, hell was that? <laughs> and like, Jess can see from her door, Jess is at, inside of her room. She can see the front door. And she's like, she's still standing there. She's like, still standing there she probably stood there for like two minutes after she knocked and then she slowly walked back down the sidewalk and then walked down the sidewalk and walked up the driveway to the next house oh gosh so immediately we're like what's going on is she lost why doesn't she have her rollerblades on what's going on we've never seen her before because we live on a you know there's a cul-de-sac at the end of our 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 road it does connect to another road but we know most of the kids from other houses definitely isn't from one of the families on our street so we're like what is the deal so you immediately wonder is she lost does she need help should we have answered what is the right situation there but it's like no we don't want to open her. It's, you know, I would want someone to help us out if, you know, it's weird because you would, if you were in need of something, you want to mock on somebody's door. But I mean, it's like, it's like eight o'clock at night. I don't, I don't open my door for people. If I don't know you, you know, I don't do that. Gosh, that's all, a I can hard think, one. All, all I can think of is like the strangers. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's you, immediately you know, what something, popped in my head. like that, you know? So, um, after a while I was like, I'm like, I wonder where she went. I'm like, I should get on my bike and just like, go do it. So I'm like, okay. So you're so willing, okay. Let me, you're willing to chase her down outside, but you won't open the oh, door. I'm not her. chasing her down. I'm I know, spy- but I'm you're spying. spying. <laughs> yeah. Cause we were like, we start talking about it, like, what's going on? What is her story? So I get on my bike go down to the end of our street i look scan both sides she's not in any of the other houses 
And, like, there's other houses, like the house right across from us. Mm-hmm. The garage door was open. The people were, like, doing yard work and stuff. So why, if you needed something, why wouldn't you stop at that house? Okay, yes, that is a little bit weird. Okay. So I get down to the end of our street. I don't see her. I do a big loop around, go back, do a 360, come back around. Then also I, I look to my right. I see her on the next block over. I do another sp- loop around. I'm circling. I'm doing a holding pattern. I'm circling. And then I, <laughs> I come around again, and I see her, and she's, like, on her rollerblades now. And clearly she can't rollerblade well because I see her, like, grabbing onto a tree branch as she tries to steady herself, and then she falls. But does, like, the whole like, oh. fall, on my, fall on your butt, but you catch her yourself with your hands. So then she gets yeah. up and, like, wipes her hands Sounds off. Hot. And I was like, I was like, well, I can't be, like, this creepy bearded dude on a, on a bicycle following some teenager. <laughs> her, so I go, around, I go around, uh, I go across the street to the next block, ride down a bit, sloop around, and I couldn't find her again. So I'm like, where... And I'm like, if she needed help or needed to talk to someone or if she was lost, there was a lady right where she fell. There was a lady, like, with a garden hose in her front yard right there. So I'm like, it's just weird. Like, what did this girl want, you know? Why was she yeah. carrying her rollerblades? Why wasn't she wearing them? Why have I never seen her before? What? This is very confusing. A very peculiar development in my neighborhood. Yeah. Well, yeah, with the, uh, the people being outside, that does – because at first I was like – I was kind of like, wow, you weren't willing to open the door for a 15-year-old when you're both home and – you know what I mean? But if there's people outside and everything and it seems like she needs help but could have clearly gotten it from a much easier source yeah. than – Well, you forget. We're both – Jessica and I are, are socially awkward and socially – So am I. <laughs> yeah. um, what's the word? I'm socially avoiding. You know, if all if we don't want to like, I don't want to engage in social comfort in social interaction unless I have to. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, especially yeah, door yeah, to door. Yeah, I'm super active on social media, and I record a podcast weekly. You do the math here, folks. So, um, I don't know. I'm terrible it's, math. It's just really weird. You know, I don't know. It was just well really because weird. I think part of it too is it's difficult to imagine that conversation because not being the type of person who would go door to door for any reason, even if I needed help. It's hard um, for me I'm, to I'm, see how I'm that I'm tired would... of rollerblading. Can you take me home? That's kind of what I was thinking is this um, person's like no. a ride home. I'm not driving a teenager I don't know anywhere. That's like <laughs> lawsuit waiting to happen. Yeah, he, no kidding. He touched me. Or uh, my mom broke down around the corner and I'm just trying to get gas money because we can't get home. I've I've had – there was a kid that approached us while we were fueling up at a gas station and was like, yeah, my mom needs gas money. And I'm like – then tell her to get her ass over here. Why, you know, why is she sending? I didn't say that, but I was like, I don't have money anyway. I only have my card. That, that reminds me of, uh, <laughs> like the water boy for some reason. Mama's sleeping. Well, wick her ass up. We want to win tomorrow. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the other notable, we've had this this toilet in our house since we lived there. It's got to be old. It's got this huge tank. It's one of the ones when you flush, it spins spins forever. Um, had problems with it leaking before, and I had changed the innards out. Well, now it, it would be great because I would use the bathroom. There would be leavings there. It wouldn't flush. And then, like, oh, surprise, Jess, there you go. And guess what? You'd flush, like, four or five, six times. It still wouldn't go down. So I'm like, finally, like, this toilet sucks. Heaven forbid. Like, we're not very big entertainers anyway, but heaven forbid we ever had anybody over. They wouldn't be able to use our toilet because they'd be in there trying to flush their poop down for 30 minutes. So finally, like, that's it. This thing's got to go. So we went to Lowe's. We bought a toilet. 
I installed it on Sunday. Because I'm a man. Ah! Yeah, you are. This is Put it uh, in the toilet. This is actual audio of the first time you use you used the, the toilet. This is Jason. <laughs> Dumb and dumber, right? You know it. Jason has a crazy ability to know exactly what movie it is based on the poop sounds. Yeah, I, I was disappointed I didn't have to go number two that first day. Oh, you were like, I'm excited to use it, babe. That's right. Um, and no leaks, you know. I have never. I know how to install a toilet, but I've never actually done it myself before. And uh, I did it. Nice job, I man. did it. And then we didn't talk about it, but we had some pretty bad storms move through the neighborhood yeah, we last did. week. So I finally, just before we recorded tonight, I hauled all the brush. Well, I had a bunch of, I didn't have a lot of branches down, but I had enough. And then I finally trimmed some of my, I had some low-hanging branches that always got in the way when I was mowing. So I did a bunch of trimming. I hate those. And I hauled, I had some pretty large branches that I wouldn't fit in my refuse bin. So I got, I had as a handsaw and I was like, well. I got a beard. I got a saw. Let's lumberjack this shit. <laughs> Were you wearing um, a white shirt with suspenders and smoking a cigarette no shirt. while you did it? No shirt. Nice, dude. Uh, just glistening. My abs were just glistening. The sweat rolling down my back hair. I'm just like, <sighs> Let me know when you need help next time, and I'll be right there. So now I'm just like, I'm all that is mad. <laughs> yeah, so... So basically, um, if you need somebody to install a shitter, Jason is. Yep, Jason got a new, got a brand new throne. I was talking to my dad. He's like, How long did that take you? Uh, counting the second trip to Lowe's because the water hose that I had, I was hoping I could still use, was too short. Uh, or just it's, a, uh, it's always half. there's always an extra yeah, trip to probably to probably Lowe's, thirty minutes or so. I don't know. I, I that's not bad. Disconnected the water. That's good. Flushed it. Disconnected the water. Um, pulled it out. Put this uh, trash bag underneath the old one. Jess helped me carry it out into the garage and then um, put the tank on the new one, put the wax ring down, dropped it in place, tightened everything up, connected it, good to go. I don't, yeah, probably 30 minutes. Nice. So far, no leaks. I mean, I'd be able to definitely, if there was a sewer leak, I'd be able to see it because I'm and in the basement. It. It's right there. And then there's no <laughs> water on the floor. So, yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to, to using it. It's comfy. It's comfy. And it's nice because the old one was one of those ones when it flushes and it spins forever. This one, it just goes right down. It's like it being in an airplane. <laughs> just like that. Remember That's Big John? I hope that... Remember Big John's uh, toilet? No, yes, yes. We have to talk about it. We have to. Do, okay, so guys, we... we... Okay, if you're eating, stop eating. <laughs> we had a friend... We, I don't know. We talked about the podcast before, Big John. Um... I, I, for Where to start? Of, I yeah, for back at lack of better phrase, larger family, um, and this this toilet was like industrial strength flushing because like when you flushed it, you could feel like a breeze of suction when it's just like, oh hell yeah! I mean that thing could probably take a a small dog well, down. But here uh, it did in the form of poop because. <laughs> Big John's poops were the size of small dogs. A, a, br- a loaf of bread. I kid you not. It was like a loaf of bread sitting there staring at me. I didn't know whether to throw up or be flabbergasted. Or aroused. Um, <laughs> I actually did my best not to have to use the toilet because the the sh- the shape of the 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 room itself, um, not the not the literal shape, but the the. I'll just come out and say it. The cleanliness of the bathroom was never, never to be 
up to my very high standards, admittedly. This was my prime days of, like, only pooping at home, too. So keep that home in mind court, as well. Home court advantage, right? Yeah, of course. Um, so I only used it if I absolutely had to. And uh, because you never knew when you were going to open the door and find half a half an alligator turd sticking out. That's a turd the size of an alligator. The Titanic. An actual, yes. <laughs> broken into and Probably, I mean, when you got to let them sit for a while so they can soften up, <laughs> so they'll actually flush down the toilet. Boy, we first we give you tube socks, and now we give you <laughs> Wonder Bread in the toilet. I love Flux the Post is heading in the right direction. Speaking of that, we're going to launch a Patreon next week. No. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of shit in the toilet, Patreon. <laughs> uh, give us all your money. Uh, right. and, and really, that's I think that's going to do it for this week's of IRL. How about we move wow. things forward into some wow you plan? Snake? Snake? Um, snake, there are lasers there. Ow, Jesus Christ, my ear. <laughs> One of these days, um, we just need to play that whole audio. Okay, I'm okay with that. That can be the right. laugh track. Lucas, tell us, what have you done? You've okay. played some games. You've done some things. Okay. Um, well, the, I played that that famous codec noise because I have finally completed Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh, damn. The Phantom Purge. And the last update I got was, I'm thinking about playing Metal Gear again. Yeah. Well, I knew I was really close to the end, but I was... It's a really big download, you guys. <laughs> it is. It's taking up a lot of space. On my hardest of drives. Um, so, long story short, I, I don't really want to get into the story because it's Metal Gear Solid and it's fucking crazy. But, um, basically... Oh, spoilers. Spoilers. Are you worried about spoilers on this, Jason? I'm sure you probably won't no. play it. Especially... I, want, I wouldn't recommend you playing it after this because probably for the same reason why I feel like I shouldn't have played it. And that's that... Not having played a Metal Gear Solid game since, like, Sons of Liberty, I have no fucking clue what's going on. Even though I was able to follow the story, I don't know what the hell is going on. So, basically, um, again, spoilers, they discover that there's a, um, there's a parasite that had, that was created that, and I can't really understand, I can't explain how it works because it's through the magic of story writing and make believe that this is real anyway, but this, this parasite has been trained to attack people who speak a certain language and they use it against, um, the bad guy uses it against cultures that speak certain languages such as English or Swahili or whatever. It doesn't matter. You can train these parasites to attack and kill, um, people who speak languages, certain languages. So you'll have certain strains that are, you know, this is the English strain or this is the whatever strain. That's the basis of the game, other than the gear, of course, which is nuclear weapons. Um, So they also have a gear in this game, as they all do. And this one has the stupidest name I have ever heard. It's hard to say. It's Sahath. Sahelanthropus. That's how it's. That's what it's called. Sahelanthropist. Puss. Sahelanthropus. What a dumb name, right? Horrible. I don't even. Yeah, it sounds I'm like one of my another... Japanese animes. 
it sounds like I'm speaking another language. I, I you probably feel like a any parent who's ever had to listen to their kid talk about a video game they're playing. Um, so they have this as well, and the whole point was that this guy, this bad guy named Skullface, very original, uh, was basically creating nuclear weapons that he could control in conjun- conjunction with this parasite so that he could control the nuclear arms race because this this takes place around the time of the Cuban Missile Crisis. Oh, so was it, a, was it a scene or was it an arms it race? Was, it, <laughs> oh, it was a fallout, boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they, uh, they're basically trying, you know, all the countries are trying to arm themselves up. It was an arms race. And uh, he was selling these controllable nukes that he could control. So he could sell them to people, but only he could control them. They didn't know that. So he's got this uh, Sahelanthropus gear that is basically going to cause everyone to freak out because once they find out you can have mobile nuclear weapons, everyone's going to get afraid and start arming themselves, right? Self, cell phone nukes? Yes, exactly. Um, WMDs in your pocket. So you put a stop to that, and then you become in control of this gear after you beat it. That's like the last mission is... You, you beat the gear and um game sucked jason i wasn't really okay wow the game sucked for me as somebody who doesn't know what's going on and doesn't have a lot in the metal gear solid universe anymore uh mostly because all that stuff came out for playstation and i had parted ways with the playstation after the first one basically so um the game itself plays fine other than the fact that i've said it before you're running around in a in a empty desert for half of it and each mission takes like an hour but for the most part it just kind of it didn't have the storytelling aspect like all of that stuff i just told you comes in like the last five missions or four missions then there's a bunch of filler in the middle so a lot of like the middle part is just like working up your base and all that stuff and in the end none of that shit matters anyway there's really no point in working up your like building up your base, except for um, getting enough tech points, basically to upgrade your equipment. But I use the same equipment all the time, so I don't know. I just I didn't like it. I didn't think it was worth it that much. I'm glad I bought it on sale, and I at the end of the day I beat it. Whatever. I'm glad I beat it, but it sucked. That's my opinion. I'm I'm a little surprised to hear that because I thought maybe that it would. Uh... I was thinking you might enjoy it, but that's unfortunate. I was looking forward to playing it, and I don't like, think I, I even... can play Metal Gear anymore. I really don't. It's w- I, it's way worse now. It's I'm way more stealth. I'm happy with what it's. My memories of Metal Gear Solid, and those are my nostalgia. Pixelated lines for mouths and eyes. Right. I I don't think I I don't even think I w- I, w- I would want to play Sons of Liberty again. No, or Snake Eater or anything like that. Yeah, but at I mean, least I, those... Snake Eater wasn't too bad. I just got sick of having to keep myself fed. Right, well, and the fact that I forgot the sniper rifle, and then I just like, well, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I don't know. I guess I I played a crap. I mean, I mean, Metal Gear Solid hit at the right time because I was like in middle school, and I played the cra- I just played a crap ton of that game. I played through, you know, finished it, was saving uh, Otacon, saving Meryl. Mm-hmm. Then replayed it again. You know, had the tuxedo. I, did, you know, did played that game probably as much as he could. And I, I don't, you know, and I just enjoyed that story so much. I don't think 
that was my Metal Gear experience. I don't and really need to. Yeah, you don't need any more than that. Unless I unless I ever I should have I should have got out of my way to get Twin Snakes on GameCube, but I never did. I did play a little bit of that. It was pretty good. It was kind of weird to go back and see like an upres version of it and then remember, oh yeah, they don't have faces. I forgot about that part. Um, but to see like a high res version where you still don't have a texture of a face, it's kind of weird. Uh, yeah, I would agree. I'm, I wasn't happy with it at all. The open ended nature of it kind of made it feel different to me from what I remember. I, I'm not saying it's a bad game for everyone. It was just a bad game for anybody who thinks about like, Oh, I'm just going to pick up the game right here and not have any clue about what's going on. Um, there's a lot of tapes you have to listen to as well, like audio tapes to get the full backstory. So I'm sure it's all there, but I, I just wasn't hooked by it the way I thought I would be. So, hmm. um, plus a lot of the, a lot of the writing is just really bad. It's, it's like, it's almost like a really badly translated anime or something. There's a part where the bad guy says something along the lines of, um, such not injustice such revenge who would who would want to do such a thing who and then he yell, he yells who it's, it was just really bad i'm just like what the what am i playing this is horrible so didn't like that one would not recommend uh i i beat xcom 2 as well yeah um love this game huge fan uh, XCOM 1 and 2. XCOM 2 did everything better, uh, changed enough of it so that it didn't just feel like more XCOM 1, okay. you know, with different with different uh, um, specializations and everything and the way that you can go down both tech trees in each specialization. Yeah. You can kind of customize people. Um, by the end, like I said to you, by the end of the game, I was pretty much using the same... The same um, group of people, which unless somebody got hurt really badly and I was forced to do another mission, uh, which was both mostly me, you, uh, Danette, um, Nathan, and sometimes, uh, Siri and other times, I think, uh, one of the, one of the random people that I had kind of placed in there as well, who was a medic. Um, Mm. And like you were a badass because you were a shadowy ninja, which I told you, uh, you'd have a you'd have a pretty sweet. You started out with a really sweet knife, but more more than more than not, you would end up shooting people with your shotgun because you got crazy ass uh, flanking bonuses that caused critical was hits it, almost. Was all it the a time. friggin' twelve gauge? Uh, not by the end of the game, because by the end of the game it was like some Gauss rifle, uh, metallic shard thrower thing. I don't know. It did crazy ass damage though. Um, and then I was like, whenever uh, I hear a Goss gun, I always think of uh, what was that one crazy oh. um, play until you die game where you're the guy in the middle of the map and there's just hordes of enemies that kept coming through you. It's like something lands. Um, oh, um, Borderlands? We'd always play not no, we'd always, we'd always play at the land parties and stuff. Crimson Lands. Crimson Lands, that's it. Yeah. I feel like you got to get a Goss gun in that a lot. <laughs> um, I was a sniper who had, like, pistol ability, which was nice because I could use my pistol to get some free shots in or do a bunch of um, shots to one person and stuff. So I could snipe, but I also could get in close, which was really helpful because having a long-distance sniper in this game never really helped as much as you would think it would. Um, 
because Mike was a sniper too, but I rarely used him because you you can only shoot your sniper rifle if you have a full two turns and it takes one turn to move or two turns to move. So by the time you get in position and everything, it's almost not, you know, like half the squad is too far away to make it useful anyway. So, uh, but, but overall I would say I enjoyed the game. Um, it had an interesting difficulty curve where I felt like I was kind of stuck in really low tech at the beginning of the game and it made it really, really hard for me. And then once I started developing weapons and getting armor, that difficulty kind of slid back down until the end of the mission or until the end mission or the end of the game. Um, once I got the weapons and everything and was able to afford them, it got quite a bit easier. Um, I also feel like there's a there's a certain part where you have to go to. Um, you have regions of the map, right? So you might have Western America, Eastern America, and Southern America, or something like that. You cannot cont- you can't do missions in Eastern America until you've made the chain, like connected the dots to get there. So if you started out in uh, Western America, you'd have to get Southern America, then Eastern America, then you could do the mission that's in there. So mine, the one that I had to get to for to complete the story was all the way on the other side of the world and you can't go the other way. Like As far as I could tell, you can't go left and right. You could only go right or down on the map. So I had to basically go around the world to get back to the same spot where I started almost. <laughs> Um, so that really made the story mission stuff take a lot longer than it probably would have anyway. Um, but all in all, as far as the story goes, I really enjoyed the story. I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody because for me it was one of the main reasons for playing. Um, I actually kind of think this would make a pretty decent movie. It has enough of a like blank slate-esque formula where you could put anybody in there and just kind of base it off from the lore that's in XCOM and make a pretty good action movie out of it. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I really like this, and it's it's one of my favorite franchises now, which is saying something because most of them are not turn-based strategy games. So, um, And then real quick, the, the movies that I watched, uh, I had an 80s movies Monday, Jason. I watched uh, Ferris Bueller. It's just another 80s movie Monday. Whoa, whoa. I'm glad it's not Sunday, because it wouldn't be 80s movie Monday. <laughs> um, so I watched... It all started with Ferris Bueller. It's been a while since I watched that, so I thought, hey, why not? Um, and then I thought, you know what? Let's keep this train rolling. Let's watch some more 80s movies. But unfortunately, when you think that uh, you know, you're going to watch all your favorite hits or whatever, you find out like Predator or die hard, all that stuff isn't on any of the Mm. streaming sites. So I'm like, all right, what, what do we have to work with? So instead I ended up watching a movie called money pit and that had, um, Shelley long and Tom Hanks. Yeah. Tom Hanks. They buy a, they buy a, uh, um, they're looking for a place to live and they buy this seemingly too good to be true mansion for only like a quarter of the price. Guess what? It is too good to be true. So, if you're a, it's pretty funny if you're a phone uh, homeowner, because some of the stuff they deal with is like overly exaggerated versions of things that we've probably dealt with in our own lives. So, and it and it ended up being a pretty good movie. I enjoyed it. Um, it was pretty funny as well. Um, like like when the bathtub breaks through the ceiling. Yes. The floor. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Um, 
that part that part is hilarious because of um of a certain thing that happens right after that and i'm going to play it right now because i can't not share it, it made me laugh so they're pouring water in falls to the ground best reaction ever they're standing there looking at it <laughs> <laughs> he never laughs like this in the entire movie. <laughs> and so I want to play this anytime anytime one of us makes a joke and, and, and we think it's funny and it's not. And just to break the silence, I just want to start with just put that in there. Oh gosh. Uh, so yeah, uh, Money Pit was pretty funny. I liked it. And then the other movie I watched that was 80s Movie Monday was a movie called Heathers. Have you ever heard of this movie? No. I have not either, but it kept coming up on lists that were, you know, decent movies, 80s movies on Netflix and stuff like that. So um, it has, uh, I got to look it up. It has Winona Ryder as the main character, Christian Slater. Oh, God. Who plays what I swear is the precursor to the Joker. I swear to God, he wears a long trench coat. He's always like hunched over and he always has these weird diabolical plans. Those face that Christian Slater always made back then too. With the, the like pinched eyebrows that were like way too high somehow. That was the Christian Slater look. Um, and, uh, some other people from the eighties, I don't know, whatever. And, uh, basically it's about, her Winona Ryder is a um, kind of part of the popular clique of called the Heathers because they're all named Heather, which is kind of funny. Um, it's a dark comedy, by the way. And uh, she kind of gets tired of it, they're basically the mean girls. It's basically mean girls. As far mm-hmm. as that goes, they make fun of people and they do shit like they pretend to be nice, but then they're actually being horrible. Um, and she gets tired of being part of that clique. And so, Christian Slater's character kind of jokingly says, oh, maybe we should, you know, maybe we should kill her. And she's like, no, I just want to get her back for being a bitch. And so she accidentally grabs the his joke, like, we should kill her thing. And he's like, oh, wait, oh, you know what? Never mind. You're fine. And so they kill their first victim. And on and on it goes. They decide to ki- kill the rest of the popular crowd. Um, murder. Murder, she wrote. It was... You know, I'm kind of surprised I've never heard of this movie before because it kind of seems like the type of thing that teenagers at the time would would like make it um, a cult classic, so to speak. Um, just because, you know, who who hasn't fantasized about at least getting revenge on some dicky asshole high school person who just doesn't understand, man. Um, so... So I'm surprised I'd never heard of this before, but it was actually, it was pretty funny. It was, it was a little long though, a little long in the tooth, kind of like my what you plans usually. And, um, <laughs> but for the most part, I thought it was good having like never heard of it and just kind of picked it up and thought, you know what, let me, uh, let me try my hand at this and see and see what a, see what I'll think. And I want to say, I'm just double checking here really quick. So it was directed by Michael Lehman. Who also directed? Uh, um, 
Oh, maybe not. Oh, I guess not. Hmm. I could have swore that it was directed by the person who did, uh... I must have read that wrong. The person who did, um... Who directed Home Alone and stuff like that. But anyways. Um... Yeah, it was a pretty decent movie. So then, last ones, watched Moana. Good movie. Liked it. Just kind of finally got it out of the way. Can't get the effing music out of my head from the, from the movie. I swear. Uh, the the rock song, her song, and then the song while they're when they're um, sailing around the place, uh, all good stuff. Oh, and even shiny the bad the quote unquote bad guys uh, song. So there's a lot of good music in that. Uh, watch shiny. Kings of Summer today. Uh, that's one that I saw a, tra- a trailer for, and uh, was like, oh, I want to watch that. That looks that looks pretty good. It's about a bunch of kids who go out. Well, three kids who go out and make a a house oh, in the yeah. middle of the woods. Oh, yeah. I've wanted to watch that. It's really good. It's really good. Um, it's only streaming on Amazon Prime, I believe. But uh, I liked okay. it a lot. It is a little bit, um, you know, here are some here are some shots of some things that you could, either, you could or could not relate to what's going on. But it's not, like, super artsy-fartsy. It's just, uh, it's a little bit artsy. <laughs> So just be prepared for that. Can I just stop you for a second? Sure. Can you just look in your 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 vision of yourself and look over your your left shoulder and that face, Cody's face back there. <laughs> he's he got his amused. he's got his <laughs> fat head leaned up against the arm of the couch. He looks ridiculous. Here, does this help? Boop. There he is. Well, there he is. Um, yeah, I'd recommend it. Go watch it. It's good. And uh, my last thing is something that you're going to talk about, so it'll lead right into yours. And I will simply just say that uh, after we talked on the last show on Tuesday, I believe was when we did the last show on a Tuesday, the next day, I pretty much just watched the rest of Glow. I just binge watched the shit out of it, oh. watched it, the rest of it in one day. Perfect. And that I watched Jessica and I Jessica's watched watching together because her cousin was like told her how she thought it was so funny. Jessica's mm-hmm. not too big into it. Again, hits come up, she doesn't think it's all that funny. I didn't Unless, laugh that much really. And it hits it hits it has what I kinda consider too like random unnecessary nudity that's just there for the sake of boobs. I mean I don't remember that. I do know that they had sex that one time, but it wasn't well, unnecessary. No, it's just funny though. I mean it's just, it's just funny, um, and let's face it, I'm interested to hear. I, I know Josh, Mr. Josh Bones has, has watched the whole thing. I I feel pretty confident in saying that it, I I, mean, I feel like it, this would eventually get released. That um, who's um, the main character again? Um, Ruth. Ruth. Who, who's the actress that plays her? Allison Brie. Yeah, I've not seen her in anything else, so I have no, I can't, I don't have any other experience of her okay. Okay. to base this on it. But I feel like the, when they approached her with this role, it's like, we want you to play Kristen Wiig. <laughs> that is her, that is Ruth in this. It's like, we wrote this part for Kristen Wiig, so we need you to play yourself as Kristen Wiig. Yeah, I, mean, I could see that a little yeah. bit. There are some similarities. I Definitely. mean, I, I just, that's all I, that's all I see. Uh, we're like we're we just got through episode five, I think. So we're like halfway. 
Oh, okay. Halfway through it. I mean, I, I like it, but yeah, I don't think it's like overwhelmingly funny. I like that that 80s. Plus, I love the the fancy flux to pose style artwork that pops up for the intro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that on. is pretty cool. I honestly, I don't find it like haha funny either. Uh, the only times I usually do are something that Mark Marin says, his character, the Sam Silva, the mm. or Sylvia, the, the director yeah. wash up guy. Um, that's usually like him treating people like shit, especially Ruth is what makes me usually laugh the most. Cause he's got that real deadpan delivery of, uh, of just being an asshole. So, um, but yeah, that's kind of what I was saying. Like, I really do like it and I can't really put my finger on it as to why I do, which I was talking about when I had only seen like three episodes, but I do like, and I'm not really sure why. Um, I don't know if it's the cast of characters and like their little backstories or if it's just cause it's eighties and eighties music and I love that stuff or what, but, but, uh, yeah, I, I it's definitely not my top three, but it'd probably be in my top 10. So, hmm. so yeah, I, 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 uh, I kind of understand when you say I like it, but it's not blowing your hair off yeah. your nipples or whatever. So. Yeah, that's, that's just enjoyable. That's I, just my ten, ten cents because my thoughts are worth more. <laughs> <laughs> um, and other than that, I've watched um, The Mist, um, which is on Spike right now, based on the Stephen King novel, which I've never read. I'm only familiar with the former movie adaptation. I can't remember. Does that star Thomas Jane or Aaron Eckhart? Because they're interchangeable in my memory sometimes. Um, I think it stars The Punisher. <laughs> uh, I think it's Thomas Jane. I'm going to look for you. But um, it's the premise or, is good, but then they hit you up. Like, what I think we're four episodes in, but then they hit you up. It's like oh, teenage angst and melodrama. <sighs> so yeah, Thomas Jane. Yep, Thomas Jane. Okay, it's not. I don't know. It's. I'll give it. I'll give it the, the rest of the season, but. Uh. <laughs> I'll give it. I will watch the rest of this. I will watch the season because I like I like I like the well I like a lot of Stephen King stuff and then I'm like oh I kind of want to read the book much like how getting excited for it makes me want to go and read the book which I've you know never for done. what it what it what I hate you <laughs> hey it? where's that uh, where's that track play the Tom Hanks thing, <laughs> I know please. right that would have been uh, perfect I closed the YouTube um, window and because Sorry. it's the new apparently the new popular hotness right now. Castlevania. Oh, you like to play Castlevania? I watched. I watched the first episode on the Netflix, which I enjoyed. I almost started um, it, but then Isaac was being loud, and I was like, "I'm not going to be able to hear any of this," yeah. so I just stopped it. I haven't. Uh, I haven't. I, I can't really say anything. Can't really comment on it because I haven't watched it. But I, I heard that it, some people thought it kind of started slow, but I, I, it was enjoyable. So well, there's only four episodes, so it can't. Yeah, that's kind of that slow. Is that all they're going to? Like I saw your your social media commentary is that all that's going to be or are they only are they staggering the least i feel like four episodes is pretty slim i that's what i thought too and then when i saw that i was like okay they must be an hour to an hour half long but no they're only a half hour um i'm going to look that up right now because i wanted to know because my first thought was is this one of those um shows that they're doing weekly releases for because they were talking about doing that with Mm -hmm. some of them but um no, if I look at the Wikipedia, it just says four episodes. Hmm. So I'm guessing. I need to get back into Silicon Valley as well, too. Two, wow. Four episodes, man. Two seasons of the show have been planned, with the first season of four 30 minute episodes released on July 7th. 
The season represents the first part of the trilogy that Ellis has. So basically, three seasons. Second seasons will be eight. Season will be eight episodes. And God only knows what the third season will be. So hmm. that's a pretty. That is short, but yeah, interesting. Uh, on to the game front. Uh, I still play Arms. Um, Callow is my fight promoter. He finds me opponents via Twitter for me to play. <laughs> so I've done that. Had some fun there. Um, I was up till like one in the morning playing last night because <laughs> I got you naughty dog. I get hooked into rank mode and I'm like oh, one more match and then if someone Hook. beats me I'm like someone someone beats me I'm like oh rematch rematch and then I could not I could not beat this guy last night I almost dropped I lost a rank just trying to I could not figure out how to counter their tactics and it frustrated me but uh game's still fun for me I don't know Splatoon 2 comes out in like less than two weeks so once that's out I probably won't play it as much uh, they just released a, a patch an update uh, as of right now for for add a new character a new stage some more arms so some changes but the big thing that uh, got me into it I had Amazon credit so I purchased the Zelda DLC because they released the first pack uh, last two weeks ago Friday I think um, which gave us a new difficulty level um, which is insanely hard. I have no interest in trying that. Something called Hero Mode, where it shows you on your map, it shows like 200 hours of recorded where you've been on the map. So you can, it can actually you can mm-hmm. watch it in real time progress, or it just shows on the map where you've been, which is really cool because I could look at it and it's like, oh, I've never went to this place, so I go there and I find a lot of cool stuff. So that's what I, I kind of do now. They added a bunch of masks and armor sets to the game, Phantom Armor, Majora's Mask, a Korok Mask, Tingle Armor Set. So those are out there to find. But then the big piece is what's called it was called the Trial of the Sword. So you can go to the the the, the forest, talk to the Deco Tree, and there's this there's these three trials you can complete to unlock the full power, the full potential of the Master Sword. Beginner, okay. intermediate, and the master trials. So there are a series of rooms. You start out naked, you have no weapons, and as you go, like Except for every one. five <laughs> right. <laughs> so for for every fi- you have your uh, your abilities, but you have for every five rooms you get a safe room, which usually gives you items and stuff. Um, but I mean, you're getting weapons from your enemies, and you know. But the rooms are increasingly difficult as you go. So, and if you die, you got to start all over again. There's no save points. So, um, I think there's like forty something total rooms between all three trials. So I spent a lot of time going through those. And like the first night, I finally got through the beginner trials. Then a couple of days later, I got through the intermediate, and that's that's pretty much how I spent Fourth of July vacation was trying to get through this trials of the Master Sword because it was insane, like how difficult it was. And then just when I thought I was like I'm doing good, I I drop into a room, and there's a Lionel, and I was like, oh fuck, and he would just boom kill me, and I had to because uh, part of the problem was I hadn't played Zelda in forever, so my combat proficiency was terrible, so I kind of had to learn how to play the game again as I was going, but. It, Finally, I got through it all, and I felt really like a, a real sense of accomplishment when I finally finished it all. Did you feel so like a it, master? I did. So now, like <laughs> the master sword had thirty durability, and then when you were fighting darkness enemies, like fighting Ganon or certain enemies, it would have sixty durability. Now it's powered mm. up; it has sixty all the time, so it just does more damage and makes it stronger. So it was cool to see. And then uh, later on. We'll have another DLC pack, which has some more story content and some couple other additions to the game. So, um, 
it worked because it got me playing Zelda again. So now when I have time, I just fire up Zelda and I just wander around and explore areas I never went to. And I'm hunting Lynels for their parts to just because. I'll probably go through and upgrade all the armor at some point. It's just it's fun just to wander around in that game when I have when I feel like it and just explore and see stuff. And I found like a bunch of chests I never found before. I'm finding Korok seeds. Just doing a lot of stuff I never did. So it's cool because I definitely like rushed through that game because I wanted to get through it before the baby was born. So, I mean, I definitely threw a lot of hours at it and tried to do everything I could to complete it. The baby. And that's that's really everything I've been playing. And I'm really, after this point, I'm really thinking we probably should have put <laughs> Overclock Remix in between. But well, hey. I always can. You know, I can always do it. I can always cut nah, it. Through. You know, we, we the magic experience <laughs> Flexopose in its pure form. I wouldn't it's want. It's not even my final form. I wouldn't want to promise something and then forget to do it like I usually do. <laughs> so then you would come across this audio and be like, "Oh, uh, you didn't ever edit the do this like he told me he was going what to." A what a tool! tool. What, a, what a knob! <laughs> oh, Shiza! I think huh? they redid OC Remix's site. What? At least the front page because. Impossible. The latest remixes, there's more. I think there's more than twenty, or it just looks like there is. Let's see, let's see. Ooh, the new Sonic the Hedgehog album's out too. Uh, latest album. Oh wow. 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. Oh, there's man. thirty now. All right, this even increases our chances of getting Castlevania. More Castlevania. All right. It's either going to be right. Castlevania or. Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, I haven't I updated see. our YouTube playlist in a bit. It's going to be a pain in the butt to go back and find which... Oh, I guess it hasn't been that long. I'm only missing an episode. It just feels like I've missed a bunch because we haven't <laughs> recorded in a couple weeks. Holy shit, there's a Brutal Legend remix. I see that. What the Angel hell? Henge. All right, should I spin this wheel of wheels? Yes. The wheel of misfortune? <laughs> yes. Around and round and round she goes when she stops and nobody knows. Uh, it just came up and said Castlevania. Oh. Uh, can I just lie to you and tell you it came up the song I want? <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, it came up as 10. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Chemical Fusion. Ooh. What was what was what did it really come up as? I'm Sonic and Knuckles, Electromotive. I don't know Sonic and Knuckles, so that's why I was just like, "Blah." Ah, uh, I bet you I know it. I loved Sonic and Knuckles and Sonic Three. I played those all the time. Let did you put? Did them. you put your Sonic cartridge on top of your other Sonic cartridge? Yeah, that's hot, dude. Yep, I know the stage. I, we don't need OC Remix. I got I got an OC Remix in my mouth. But we can. Ooh. But we can play Chemical Fusion for sure. I'm sure it's what? Chemical Plant Zone? Yep. Yeah. A very popular stage. Let's hear it. Let me get a little preview here. Preview. Yep, that's a good one. All right, so preview. as Lucas has selected, we are playing Sonic the Hedgehog 2 Chemical Fusion by J.N. Wake. This comes from Sonic the Hedgehog 2, of course, released in 1992 for the Sega Genesis. Uh, this is a remix of the song Chemical Plant Zone. It is uh, a fusion genre. It's energetic, funky, and jazzy, featuring electric guitar, electric piano, and synthesizer. I was going to make a smart-ass comment about, oh, fusion, it better be jazz fusion then. And Mm. it sounds like it might be. (laughs) I'm so smart. 
Ooh, I, I'm digging it. This will be good. So we are going to play some Chemical Fusion. You can just skip it. You can listen to it. You can dance to it. You can bop it, twist it, pull it. Pull it. <laughs> Pass it. Brum, 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 brum. And we will come back after that. We were talking about the bu- I don't know what Lucas was talking about, actually. We'll come back from that, and we'll do some community grab bag, and we'll end the show, and you can move on to your next podcast queue selection. So we will play this remix, and as always, if you like this remix, check out many, many more that are available at ocremix.org.
And we're back from Overclocked Remix. I hope you enjoyed that funky jazz fusion mm. twist on Chemical Plant Zone. Reminder, at the end of this month, the last episode of the month to be exact, which should, if my calendar tells me correctly, will be the 25th of this month, we will be talking Escape from New York on this podcast for Netflixation. So you've got the rest of the month to watch the Kurt Russell 80s action flick and let us know your thoughts. Fun fact, I learned on uh, social media that RoboPig has never watched this. And I thought for sure. I thought for sure. For sure. In my bear suit, my bear suit for sure, he would, uh, he would, this would be right up his alley. So I'm a little shocked. A little shocked. And with that note, folks, it's time for the grab bag. I didn't know if you wanted music or not, so I just played. Some. I always want music, man. Please don't I stop the always music. Always want music. Um, we have a couple things here. Uh, let's start off with our usual. I gotta find it in the feed here. We have a Dan Anthony news story here somewhere. Oh my gosh! There's, there's so many retweets and likes to sort sift through. I can't even. Candy. You can't handle right. likes and retweets of that. No. He did tell me that Lucha Underground had two masked Jasons fighting each other recently. He thought it would share. <laughs> They're two bearded dudes. It was awesome. Um, damn it, Dan. I know I could have swore you sent me some news, too, but I'm not finding it. I should have. Fail. Uh, Fail. So much. I'm back into June. Oh, I found it. Florida City, this is according to NBC4 Columbus, Florida City is fighting butt graffiti. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did see that, because there was like a Um, weird triple butt on there. Yeah, Josh, hashtag butts. Um, (laughs) This is in St. Petersburg. You could call it a derriere dilemma, Bob. (laughs) A keister caper or even a rump riddle. Ah, yes, it's sixth grade humor at its finest with endless comical posterior possibilities. Uh, But ultimately, this butt graffiti is illegal. Um, It's popping up all over St. Petersburg and places near the old YMCA and the Morian Art Center. So, yeah, it's like a triple triple butt cheek graffiti. And it's just... It's just frustrating the townspeople. They're just getting all riled up because they can't handle the butt graffiti. I they don't. can't handle the butt. Can't handle the butt. Uh, Josh Josh Bones has a Netflixation 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 suggestion that to redeem himself from he okay. never died, and it's called No Escape, starring Lake Bell and Owen Wilson. Yes, Lake Bell and Owen Wilson in an action movie. What is it called? Never escape or no escape? Listen to the words coming out of my mouth, Chris Tucker. There's a lot no of negative. <laughs> There's a lot of negativity in these movies that are being selected. So, um, he says, starring Owen Wilson. If you don't like it, I will be shocked. And so I was like, oh, does Owen Wilson get to play the same character that he plays in every movie? <laughs> Come on, guys. I was like, this- well, he's like, he. I was like, he must be his character, same character well, from Behind Enemy Lines, then. Now, that's the only other action movie I've ever seen. Man. I just, I just don't think that's very fair, <laughs> guys. Uh, Pierce Brosnan is also in it, and Josh says this is his, might be his favorite Owen Pierce Wilson Brosnan. movie. Pierce Brosnan, Pierce Brosnan, is a hack. 
It was a drive-by fruiting. I don't even know if I sound anything like him, but I do. Uh, I do couple, feel like he's lines, sort of lines whispering. Did, but then you kind of <laughs> lost it a little bit, just like most of our impressions. That's right. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see what this is like because when I saw this, I was like, when I saw they were casting, I was like, well, that's an interesting casting. Two comedic, typical comedic actors, and and then Kevin asked if it's better than Cars. Because I mean, that's a pretty good Owen Wilson movie. So we'll see. That's true. So, I guess maybe that will be the Netflixation for August. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see, if it doesn't get If it doesn't get removed before then. That's true. And then uh, Nathan, Mr. Nathan Thomas, has a hashtag Q4F. Long time coming. It's made its return. You get to choose any movie franchise to make mm-hmm. a movie in. Okay. Which franchise do you choose, and what is your elevator pitch? Well, we have the elevator music. <laughs> we have the elevator music. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I would like to revive the Friday the Thirteenth franchise. Oh, okay. And I'll call it Friday the Thirteenth Resurrection. Or what's your what's what's your elevator pitch? Revival. Here? I don't know. I think if I could just make up movies off the top of my head, I would be a lot more successful than I am right now. You gotta give me. You gotta give me a second. Well, you want to know what franchise I'm bringing back? Sexy. Bill and Ted. Oh, the most excellent of adventures? Bodacious! <laughs> You'd have to track we down... Are uh... Wild Stallions! Well, if I, if I don't remember the exact quote. Will if you, I were me, I'd my, put the key right here. Will you be right my here. Rufus? I will. If you'll be my... Um... God, I don't remember his name. I don't remember what now, there's names an 80. are. Something Esquire. Yeah, Bill. Well, Bill something Oh, Esquire. yeah, Bill and Ted. I am Theodore Logan Esquire. There you go. Um, Bill and Ted's real names. Uh, hold on. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> uh, uh, uh-oh. Uh, I've ran out of music to play. Uh, I'll just go uh, back to Smash, please. And you're... This is not Bill S. Preston, Esquire, and Ted Theodore Logan. I had him. You just put Esquire on both of them. I just, you know, I just mixed them together. Everybody's an Esquire. Um, Let's see. Friday the 13th. Okay, my elevator pitch is um, revamped, um, groundbreaking, um, what's what's the terminology they always use in game... Um, game journal or yeah, journalism and game making. Everything has teraflops. to be no, not teraflops. Everything has to be um, not groundbreaking, but um, bigger, longer, and uncut. That too. Self-help. Why do I ever ask you for help? I don't know. Um, fuck, bruh. Basically, what I'm saying is it wouldn't suck. <laughs> it would be a smart. It would be a smart uh, genre. Um, nod, nod to the originals, but at the same time, not just falling prey to, you know, the 80s and how that was a simpler time. You can't just go around killing people just because they had sex. You got to do it better than that. So, I don't know. I think I would just update it for, for the, uh... When was the last Friday the 13th movie? Oh, God. Uh, it depends on if you... Wasn't it the one where he fought, uh... It was the one... Well, wasn't, uh... 
wasn't Rob Zombie doing her Rob Zombie? That got canceled, I believe. Oh, really? Friday the 13th, 2009. They did reboot, reboot it. Um, Michael Bay was the producer for that. Oh, wow. And then Freddy vs. Jason was the one I was thinking of. Wow. And that happened. Jason, Jason X is terrible. Jason X is terrible. Is that the one where they I go like, to space? Yeah. I like Jason Goes to Hell. That was a good one. I just remember the the um, art for that, the cover, because I'd always see it in the movie th- or in the um, movie rental place, and I would always be yeah. kind of afraid of it, but also like, what the hell is that? It looks metal as fuck. So yeah, I would do, um, I think I would do, or maybe Hellraiser. I don't know, one of those, and just update it so that I've it's never watched smart. Hellraiser. The first one's good. The second one's okay. Never watch any of the rest of them. Oh, Phantasm. Phantasm. Phantasmagoria. Yeah. Um, Phantasm. I don't remember that one. That's the one with those metal orb things. Yeah, I didn't watch that one. came out in 1979. So, that would have been an old movie by the time I was born. Um, so my elevator pitch is basically we're going to do a continuation of the buddy f- film series, but we're going to we're going to do what's working well. So we're going to combine Bill and Ted, we're going to combine Point Break, and we're going to combine John Wick. So, <laughs> so it's going to be dark, it's going to be edgy, but then we're going to be dark stylized. Reboot. It's going to be di- stylized like Sin City for no apparent reason. I like it. I like it. Yep. And then when someone if someone like has a problem, they're going to go, "This is San Dimas." kick somebody into a hole like in 300 innovation that was the word i was trying to think of innovation yes everything's got to be innovative 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 but let's face it if i really could make any movie i would make star wars and i would show how the death star as much as i like rogue one i would have to have i'd give kyle katarn and dash rendar their their on screen due diligence yeah yeah and we would love you for it. Actually, like a Jedi Outcast movie would be pretty sweet. Following that story, I'm gonna make a Star Wars movie about the characters in my Star Wars role playing game. Because um, there was this one time Ooh. that this thing happened that only and then people... AJ did it better than me. That's true. And then only the people who were there really care about the story because nobody ever wants to hear other people's role-playing game adventures. The end. Can I say that um, Whiplash was on the other day and we watched Whip- it and I'm like, Whiplash? fuck, this movie is good. J.K. Simmons is so crazy in that. Speaking of being but it was crazy. On, what the hell? It was on, uh, what network is it? I can't remember the... Voodoo. But they show marijuana ads like every commercial break. Sweet. How does that even yeah, work? Yeah. I don't know. Yo, you guys like marijuana? Well, too bad. It's not. It's not legal in your state yet. That's right. Fuck off. Um, and I think Nathan, Josh, Dan, thank you as always. And um, that is going to wrap up the grab bag for this evening. So, since we're wrapping up the grab bag, we might as well wrap up the show. We appreciate you sticking with us through a week off. We know it's hard to get through the week without Flexibos hitting your podcast feeds. But, you know what? If you can survive that, you can survive all the way to October 27th when Stranger Things Season 2 debuts. 
Oh goodness. Until yes. that, then, and then, blah blah blah, blah blah blah, yada yada yada. Until next week, folks. We hope you've enjoyed Flexibos. Jesus. <laughs> How many window Luke, sounds can Lucas has drivers updated? Thank you so much for listening. Subscribe to us if you haven't. Leave us a comment on social media. Hit us up. We love to chat with you all. Give us a ranking, a rating on iTunes because we would like that too. And you know what? Uh, buy a T-shirt. Buy a coffee mug. Buy a poster. Why not? Why not? Let's just do show it. your support, please. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. I spent so, like ten minutes designing that crap. That's right. So everyone have a great week, and we will be back next time for some more Flex to Show. Good night.